Do you remember when I was younger and I thought that uh, Aunt Flo was diarrhea? Yes. And I came out of the bathroom and said, Aunt Flo's in town. And you're like, what? And you're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It's impossible. Yeah. Is that on your podcast? Uh, No. It it can be, though. What's up, everybody? This is episode six of the Nothing Podcast. This week, Riley's parents were in town for a uh, bluegrass festival in Kentucky, the Bill Monroe one, and uh, so we had a chance to sit down with them and talk for about an hour. Not a whole lot of editing, but a whole lot of funny stories, so I hope you guys like it. Uh, If you do, always share. If you share it on Instagram, I will share it um, on my page as well, and uh, yeah, if you have any comments or questions or you have topics for upcoming guests or you think of a cool question, anything like that, you can message me on JeremiahCooper94 on Instagram. That's probably the best way to get those suggestions to me. Other than that, um, we tried to get through a whole episode without talking about poop, but once again, we have failed on this one. I'm thinking about changing the name. All we do is talk about poop all the time. Um, Yeah, other than that... uh, Plan to record one actually with my parents and my brother and his wife. Hopefully this upcoming weekend, the uh, middle of September here. And then with my buddy Max and his cousin Sam the following week. Or actually the same week on the following day. Uh, I'm actually, I go to that suicide prevention uh, bags tournament, cornhole tournament every single year. So we're hopefully going to do one around then. So uh, be putting them out every week. Had that week off last weekend because I had a show with Riley. But other than that, I hope you guys enjoy and thank you for listening. As always. telling me a story last night about the old man you hit with the softball. (laughs) Which led me into something. I was playing men's league softball and there's like a 75 year old guy pitching because that's the only position you can play besides catcher. So I'm assuming (laughs) that it probably hurts for him to play catcher. (laughs) And my buddy Shaw was on the other team. So like we knew everybody that was playing. I obviously didn't know this guy. And I'm just trying to hit it as hard as I possibly can. And I just line drive it right in this guy's chest. <laughs> and, <laughs> and knocked him down. And how old was he? He had to be 70. Oh, and Shaw goes, are you trying to kill this guy? Well, yeah. From like the <laughs> other bench. I was like, I didn't mean to do it. 
If I was hitting, if I was that accurate, I'd be hitting home runs. You? Okay? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I, I think say that could be a heart stopper there. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> we had a similar story. Uh, my brother's neighboring yard, he had this little mini baseball diamond. And when Riley was younger and playing ball, she wanted to practice one day, and I believe it was Mother's Day. It was. Was it? <laughs> and I had been out there hitting her some fly balls and grounders and things, and then she wanted to simulate more of a real, real game situation, so she asked her mother to pitch, and she wanted me to hit one real hard. I'm like, this may not be good. You know, and I kept trying to talk her out of it, talk her out of it. Talker. Really? I don't remember But they this kept part. insisting that we do this. I don't remember insisting. <laughs> you didn't. She did. And uh, so at the end of it, her mother went to pitch me some slow pitch softball. And I whacked one straight back at her, just like you were saying. Line drive. Line Knocked drive. Right, right into my thigh. I, I, thought, thought, I thought Riley hit the ball. No. You hit the I hit the ball. I thought I did. From about... This whole time I thought I did? Oh, no. You were playing left field, which is where I was trying to hit it. Yes! Three people. Yes! It was three people in the whole situation. It was a three-person team, and you played left field. I know. At least it wasn't right field. It's true. It's true. Dang. So... I had that wrong. Needless to say, she broke out into a crying scream... Went down, and the, the Mother's Day was thereafter wonderful, and turned into, and over the next three days, a, a blue bruise about the size of a pumpkin pie. <laughs> I had a there for six months, so no. It no, it lasted six it's months, small. but it turned into yeah. over the course of it three days. from black to yellow in six months. And, yeah. and so did my uh, opinion around the house, turn from black to yellow over six months. <laughs> I well, I did. I guess I was believing that. I don't remember how old you were. I don't Probably know. Yeah, I don't know. I maybe wasn't nine or ten. Paying attention. I was going to say, like a nine or ten year old hitting a softball at somebody, I think she could have reacted. <laughs> Probably still right. did, but it grown. That's so crazy. <laughs> I, I really think that I'm kind of bad at remembering things. When did you quit playing ball? Um. Eighth grade, when I did terrible at the eighth grade tryouts, and I was like, you know what? I hate this fucking sport. <laughs> so I quit. So had to be before that. <laughs> Navy team, and then. Well, they, you used to play. play yeah. Used to play third base really well. The coach used to call you Zamboni down there, but I, I think you kind of lost interest in it because. You said I'm just tired of standing around kicking dirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was more the social aspect, and uh, you guys weren't the crazy softball parents. Well, I can remember so, when I was thank a, God. a kid, and I wanted to play ball really bad, and there was Little League. And Little League in our town was 8 to 12-year-olds. All five years played the same league. Okay, Eight-year-olds eight would all go out and never get a chance to play. I mean, they would, they would recruit... There was there was only four teams in the town and and was all in the league encompassing, and um, every year they would recruit all the newcomers, eight year old. 
<clears throat> so everybody got an equal batch, and they didn't know what they would be. Nobody had a clue of what kind of a player an eight-year-old would be at yeah. the time. You know. But as an eight-year-old, you never got to play. And you'd die to play, die to play, and you'd show up dying to play. And finally, I got put in a game one time in the left field, and I'm like, I'm standing out there, and nothing's going on. <laughs> well, yeah. Like you're talking about chasing butterflies and kicking dirt. Finally, one time, they hit a fly ball right to me. All I had to do was go. And you caught I it? Didn't do it. <laughs> I <Aww>. dropped it. <laughs> so there goes my opportunity as an eight year old. And uh, didn't really get to play the first couple years because of that. You know, you had a lot of senior guys on the team. But it, it was a lot of fun. I loved that. Literally. I don't regret ever playing any sports that I did, but I do feel that looking back, there were some times where it felt very stressful and very important when in the grand scheme of things it's like, dude, you know, not not from you guys, no. but but from from school and from other people's parents and from I, I don't know, just the whole thing. Do you agree? As far as what? Like, I, I felt oh, yeah. I felt that way with softballer. Yeah, or that that made sense to me when he was saying that about missing it. It's like I did that a bunch of times, and then you feel crappy about yourself like for until the next game or whatever. It's like really like, ugh. With soccer, it was a whole other level. <laughs> oh, I know. If we lost a game, like my parents just wouldn't talk to me. Like not like not <laughs> they were disappointed. They knew not to talk to me. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah oh yeah. Because okay. I was just like one of those guys. Huh? One of those guys. Don't yeah. want to discuss it. I, oh, yeah. I'm positive that you were like that because yeah. I'm See, sure I was. We had a volleyball. good team in basketball when I was in high school. I had probably the best record of the team that ever went through the high school there, and um, we had a big following. And for a little town, I mean, they would follow us to all the games, and we had filled up the gym everywhere we went, and it was great. And my dad was old school, knew nothing about basketball, never played a game in his life. And um, every night I would come home after these games and he'd want to talk about this. And I'm like, not tonight. You don't know nothing about basketball. Why are you talking to me about basketball? I play it every day. And you, I didn't say this, but I had to listen <laughs> to him have his suggestions and comments and questions about the games every time afterwards. And I'd be like, you know. <laughs> yeah. I was like that. <clears throat> My dad's more into soccer now than I am. But. Is right. he playing? You don't even watch no, it. No, he just watches it like crazy. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. You don't yeah, even watch it. We don't. You and I don't watch any sports at all. I don't watch sports. Really? Yeah. Or to keep track of it, at least. I watch you sports to like kill time. <laughs> we get into the Cardinal games. We like Only games. fair weather when they're winning. <laughs> I, I don't watch Always them. Always are still playing in October. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, I do enjoy some college basketball. I used to like to watch some racing, but it's hard for me to keep entertained with anything sports-wise anymore. Yeah, the only I used to watch football religiously, but I played uh, fantasy football. So it was like, it was way more entertaining when like you need this dude to score a touchdown to win. Yeah. It puts a stake in the game yeah, for you. For sure. Otherwise, it wouldn't. I cannot stand to watch like pro basketball because even though they're all outstanding athletes, they are uh, they play for themselves. They're all, they're all individuals, and there's no team 
about it. Well, they don't try to put layoffs. Mm, yeah, I don't. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't care to too. watch, really. But, you know, they've got it regulated so they, don't, they can't even play defense. You know, there's no such thing as allowing double teaming and such. So one time we went on this canoe trip. This is all related. We're floating that- down this river, and a certain somebody falls out of the canoe. And that certain somebody wanted to get back in the canoe. And I've never seen anybody get back in a canoe in deep water without tipping <laughs> a canoe over. So I was trying to encourage her to let me get the canoe to the bank so that she could get in without us toppling over and losing all the contents. About this time, she sees a snake and she mm-hmm. screams it out. And you would think it was like one of these sci fi 36 foot pythons or something. Yeah, Yeah. and it turned out to be a snake. It was a snake. Well, if it's a snake in water, they're usually. Turned out to be a snake the size of a pencil that wasn't the length of a ruler. But nonetheless, somehow or other, she uh, propelled herself out of the water. Maybe like Flipper. Did you have a mermaid tail on or something? It's levitation. Levitation and landed in that canoe. I don't think she even touched it. She without just kind of without tipping it. And we went on our way. To this day, I've never seen anybody get in a canoe without tipping it over. <laughs> so the fear of death will be fear. Yeah. Fear of snakes. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather know how you die or when? I love <laughs> stuff like this because. Puts everyone in the hot seat. All right, so what is it? Start talking. I think I'd rather know how than when. But let's talk about this, though, because then if you know, it's unavoidable, right, in this situation. Because if you know how, then you avoid that situation. Exactly. So if you say, I'm going to die in a car wreck, you'll never drive again. Or ride. Yeah, but when? I don't know if that's good yeah, or bad. It, it's, it, if it's fate, if this is what we're actually doing, like destiny, then a car is just going to drive through your house and kill you on your couch. At some point. Uh, as I, the how. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't want to know when. I just wouldn't want to Well, did you hear what happened to her last week? She had another crash, and the cop was interviewing her, and she says, look, said the other guy, he was texting... And he had alcohol in his hand. And the cop said, he's allowed to. He was in his own house. (laughs) (laughs) So where are you? When or how? I would rather know how. I don't want to know when because you would dread that moment. What did... To the point of not existing. But I feel like yeah, but it so could go the opposite way too. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a win guy. Yeah, because if you knew the date, you knew that you couldn't die on those other I'm a, days. I'm a doing win. whatever. I'm in the win camp. When? Win camp. I think when for me too. Because how keeps you? I think I'm with when too. I don't know. Just how? Yeah, how you'd be so on edge. Like yeah, this, because this be let's say let's say it is a car accident as the how. Then you know how, but you don't know when. So every time you get in a car ever, you're like which is really kind of it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but you know for a fact that's the how. 
It could be different with other hows, though. It's when for me, Maybe. because I can live it up till then. Right. That's the way I'm looking at it, too. But we should be living it up like that anyway. Uh, that's what I tell yeah. you every day. And it could be any way. That's what I'm saying. It could. I think I'm thinking along the lines of more disease-related than I am a car accident or health issues. Okay, just, so mom's the only how. With, <laughs> I'm a how. With my luck, it'd be like whatever creepy Grim Reaper person's asking this question. <laughs> that I'd be like, I want to know when. I'm sure of it. And they're like, six days from now. Like, Fuck. <laughs> yeah, okay, exactly. So I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Live it up. <laughs> yeah, you live it up until that day, but then you know you're gonna die that day so then then what you stay you in your, your yeah you room. stay in your house to, and then it happens no matter what you still yeah. have a heart in attack this, yeah, scenario. inside scenario inside your bedroom or whatever it is <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you that story about the guy who was to go meet St. Peter at the Golden Gate and it was a uh situation like that he had to tell St. Peter something he'd done that was a good deed to get in the gates of heaven mm-hmm. and explained how he had he had stood up for these this guy who these tough guys were biker type dudes were beating up on and uh, treating him bad and, and he stepped in to save him and protect him and St. Peter said well when did all this happen he said about three minutes ago oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Something along that line. I don't know the rest of the story. I don't have any jokes. Okay, how about another? How about uh, would you rather? Yeah, let's do that because I like these. Okay. It makes everyone think. Would you rather? Sw- anytime you sweat, it's mayonnaise instead of sweat. <laughs> or would you rather shit? Every time you shit, it's softballs. <laughs> He's asked me this one before. Yeah. No, no, I've seen this movie. Well, he's fucking crying. So, would you rather sweat mayonnaise anytime you sweat? It's mayonnaise, or you shit when you shit every time you shit, no matter what. It's softballs, but actually, I got this softball. Sweat mayonnaise, one hundred percent. That is disgusting. Because I'm not trying to shit every time you every shit. Time. You could poop two to three times a day. Could be multiple softballs. Not well. me. Exactly. Um. Mom knows the answer. (laughs) I'd rather shit softballs. You know what? Okay. Not what I was expecting you to say. I'm going to say that because I don't sweat very much as a person. It's true. I have been going to hot yoga lately and stuff, which is a completely different story, which is nasty, like if that were the case. But since I don't normally, I'm okay. I'm okay with the mayonnaise thing because Mm -hmm. it would be very... Minimal yeah. for me. You want me to go? Mm-hmm. It's softball, 100%. You want to shit? And here's why. I was going to say, you should not be able to just answer this without a why. Because your butthole's going to be used to it. Eventually, <laughs> oh, it's wow. going to stretch out. So it's anal wow. adaptation. adaptation. It's going to stretch out, and then it's just going to come out like a regular poop eventually. Also, wash the softballs off. You just have a business <laughs> selling softballs. <laughs> With no overhead. Well, here's my Oh, my God. No overhead. Because I've already shit softballs. 
I'm going to pick mayonnaise because I can make a sandwich. I was going to say, if Riley keeps Why? doing yoga, she can open up a BLT truck. Exactly. <laughs> Dad and I could both. Just each side He'd be like, let me get my bologna and put my mayo on there. Well, I have shit softballs. It's not that bad. <laughs> well, have you, you seen a Sponsored by Rawlings. <laughs> you talk about oh raw God. hide. Okay, well, I want to ask Dad... Uh-oh. What's what was your worst mistake at a show? At a show? Yeah. Worst mistake you've made or like embarrassing on stage thing. And I'm talking your whole life. It doesn't like have to be in front of people sort of thing. Yeah, it could yeah. it could be Honestly? Yeah, it could be that. You would ask that question knowing I've played on stage with Dwayne for 30 years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, the, probably the most embarrassing parts would have to be that. <laughs> I'd have to say, though, that uh, the scariest part for me was when I started playing this bluegrass stuff and I was trying to learn and become a lead player and didn't know where I was. And I would get flustered and I would look out in the stands and I'd see people out there who I know are better players than me. Mm-hmm. And put a lot of pressure on me, and then I would get l- thinking about all those things and put myself in a panic, and forget where I was in the song. Yeah. So you can't once you panic, you can't get yourself back into the song. And I it's was terrifying. so I was so green uh, at that time uh, that I didn't understand that. And uh, of course, my biggest idol in playing music whatsoever has always been Tony Rice as a flat pick acoustic guitar player and we went out to see him in Virginia at a bluegrass festival 20 years ago mm-hmm. and he had arrived late to the festival and was uh, all shook up himself because his wife was in the hospital and that was the reason for his delay he went on stage and this is who I consider the greatest guitar picker in the world and he was having a bad night playing a lot of you out no, you're good. I thought you. I'm, <laughs> I'm reacting. <laughs> yeah. Um, he he played a lot of rough flicks and wasn't playing well. And I got to thinking then. I'm like, you know what? The greatest guitar player in the world can play live and mess up. So can I. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I don't care. The biggest thing is is just to stay in it. Don't panic. Don't lose it. Just go on well, to the next lick. I think you posted that video. What's that guy from the Eagles? I don't remember. But he was like, no live performance is perfect. Like, it's impossible to have a live performance. Maybe Damon posted on Facebook. I don't remember. Maybe. I it's think... extremely true. Like, you can't... I understand being a perfectionist, but there's no perfect song alive. Like, I feel like it's impossible. I agree. There is no such thing. There's gonna like, be, completely perfect. You can come closer than others. <clears throat> but it also, I think, takes the soul out of it. Yeah. And if you can't feel it, if you're not playing in the moment, and it all sounds like it's recorded or manufactured, then it's... And for others to recognize that you're only human. It's not well, real. Well, yeah, to be honest, it took me a long time to figure out that my mistakes weren't portrayed the way that I thought they were. Exactly. Um, that's, that's the hugest thing for me. And looking back, just... Thinking about how shy and embarrassed I was from the beginning. 
if you make it's it shocking, you know, because it ruins it for you. It ruins the fun of it and why you do it. And I'm finally at that place now, which is insane because it's like, that's where I've wanted to be. Always hoped that I would be, you know, if you make Having it evident on stage that something is a foul and everybody can pick up on it. Whereas if you go on about your business, most That's of them. That's the thing, and I remember him saying that. Yeah, only like other musicians, I feel like. And ones have to really be paying attention, or know your songs, because mm-hmm. if you if you mess up a song that nobody knows, how do you? There's that. Know. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely that. I think I used to panic about making sure I knew all the words and everything, and also now making sure I know everything on guitar and learning our new songs correctly or any song that we try to do with the band. I think the plus side would be now that you have songs that people do know to a certain extent, those are the ones you guys have mastered. Like, you're not going to fuck those up. The ones that... People who... Yeah, only if you think you're going to mess them up is when you will, you know. But Mm -hmm. it does help to have... to be up there with the guys, you know, and not... It's... People don't understand for those who are the main singers or a major part of the singers carrying the singing load and also somewhat of a major player, that's difficult. A lot of people think that, okay, you know, he's just a player or he's just a singer. But if you try to do both of them, it's complicated. It takes a lot lot of concentration, and um, people don't understand that until they're put in that position. I said that just before, like with people that think they can sing. It's like they don't really they don't really know what it's like to sing on stage. Like you can't you can it sounds never perfect, like you can't hear yourself. And I've struggled with that because when we when we practice, like obviously I'm not gonna go balls to the wall on the <laughs> drum set. But then when we play live I can't hear you guys and I can't hear myself well enough that I can't play as loud as I should be probably. Depending on the mm-hmm. place. Every place you go, the sound is different. Yeah. And it's very frustrating because, you, you know, you can... <laughs> it is. It can help take some of the fun out of it, too. It's, it's, yeah. You doubt yourself. You know, I, I can't hear the beat like I want to if the, if the sound is not right. And then I can't hear the pitch like I want to, uh, whether you're singing or whether you're playing. Uh, it just puts you in a, a self-doubt mode. And then you concentrate on that the whole time. I went into uh, chorus number two on Untrue. Double time. Remember that? Yeah. (laughs) Triple time. Yeah, something. I was like, whoa. Um, Swing back up. I I agree with the, the pitch. And that's definitely something I picked up on in the duo, too, and with the band. Um, It's loud. It's different every time, like you said, but I think everyone wants something different from their own mix as well. So, you know, like Damon might want a little more guitar, you know, he needs to hear it and I want to hear my voice. And it's not like we're fighting with each other because most of the time we have our own monitors anyway, but it's like, you know, immediately from the people that we are, that the vocal is more important to me and the guitar is more important to him. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is, though, because he doesn't want to play any bad licks, and I don't want to no, sing off that. pitch. I get that completely. So, you know, by the same token, I don't want to play any licks I can't hear myself play. Yeah. 
because I don't know what I'm playing. I'm not I'm not that kind of an instrumentalist where I know what every note should sound Stop. like on the neck without hearing it. All I know is you two have never asked to turn down something. You guys are out alive. I ask to turn my own guitar down, usually. Uh, and sometimes that's it's okay. Like, I need more vocal, and then Damon's like, I need a little more guitar. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that's right, exactly goes, what I'm saying. I need a little more vocal. <laughs> that's exactly. And then Damon goes, I need a little more guitar. <laughs> and then Silas and RJ are just like, uh, I can't hear Yeah, anything. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Going into that first <laughs> harmony, we're like, yep, we're well, all yeah, just out here in oblivion just I singing. I get it because Damon's the guitar, <laughs> and you don't sing as loud, just like the way you, the style in which you sing isn't as loud as Damon. Yeah, and also. there are certain things that maybe I like to do with my voice stylistically, like you're saying, right. that if I can't hear the pitch great, then I'm not going to go for it. That's and true. and that's that sucks, you know, it's fine. You play shows where... You're like, oh, we're killing it, and you play shows where you're like, we just played the songs, you know. Yeah. It just is what it is. Well, anyway, anyway. What I meant, I mean, it, messing up at that whatever small mess up it was over the weekend, your sister was just like, literally, and no literally cares. no one cares. No one cares. Yeah. At I know. this place. But imagine how many times she had to freaking say that to me over my life. Yeah. And you did too, because. I it's couldn't like, get over it for a long time because those, I wanted to be so perfect. Those type of shows should be practice for the shows, like at yeah. the basement and stuff like that. Yeah. Like the ones that are more important. Yeah, the ones that count. Because, um, you know, every audience is different, just like the sound is. So some are really tuned in and, and hanging on edge to everything you do. And some of them talk over you and never hear a thing you do. Mm-hmm. The ones that hang on edge is the audience you want, but then again, they're also the toughest ones to yeah, play in front of you because they're, it's more tense. And there's when you're you're worried about every note, whether whether you play it or yeah. sing it, because they're going to obviously be able to hear it. But I feel like <clears throat> you two would be on your game in that situation because you finally get to play in front of people that are actually freaking listening, like yeah. intentionally. So I, that probably plays a portion into it, too. If people aren't paying yep. attention, why you're going to get less fucks. Oh, that's <clears throat> totally it. And that's I mean, totally true, yeah. And, I, uh, I mean, I did that. That's what I was about to say, is there's been a couple times that stand out to me in my career or whatever of music. But, like, when we played at that church in high school, Dad, I don't know if you remember that, but one of our teachers asked us to come play and a few of us learned some songs and so I was going to play um, Landslide I think on piano while Anna sang and um, basically just looked down at the piano like I had never seen one before uh, so I got really really nervous <laughs> and I just looked at like it just made no sense I can't even explain the feeling I panicked so hard that I couldn't even yeah. do so here's what the thing, came next. You can yeah. practice singing, you can practice playing, and you can practice all kinds of songs, you can practice all kinds of instruments, but it's hard to practice for the audience. Yep. Because the audience is it different is. every time and the pressure that that brings. You get over that in time, but I've heard stories from people who are long-time stars who perform in front of people their whole careers still get nervous before they go out there 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't I, doubt that. I gotta yeah, think it's that, a good thing to a certain extent. I, I gotta agree because if you don't feel a little bit of that, it means you you're don't losing. care. Yeah, you're losing you just don't care what you're doing it. enough. Yeah. I mean, I got I got to say this too is <clears throat> I may get a little bit nervous about something, but, but to me, as soon as I get breaking a sweat, playing a couple, it all goes away. If you concentrate on what you're playing on. Um, I feel like I've been up there enough times to where it doesn't matter what happens. I feel, I know that they're not going to eat me and they're not going to kill me. I'm going to live through this. Yeah. Once we get like a, a good jam in, like a good song that like went well, it's good. Uh, yeah. I yeah. Yep. I used to worry to death about dropping my guitar picks. I used to always go out with one really? somewhere in a, in a pocket or someplace. <laughs> well, they have that now. They didn't have that 30 years ago. You know, ago. I will say my favorite part about those stands is that it, they're usually right in front of a lead singer who plays a chord for a song on his acoustic guitar it that that probably isn't even turned up in this, the mix. Right. And But he's got the picks in case. And then he can flick them, yeah, you know, to the audience. Exactly. Chase Rass. Remind me. I'm going to do that tomorrow. What? Flick a, I'm going to oh, flick a pick. Give it to somebody. Flick a pick in some old lady's eye. Yeah, be like, <laughs> ah! Ow! Ambulance out of the woods. <laughs> anyway, have you ever seen Lenny Craftsman's penis? <laughs> Not lately. Mom, Has it changed? Have you? Not in person. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen the gif? Nuh-uh. Did you know that this happened? No. A couple years ago. So, Lenny Kravitz played at Ascend Amphitheater last night. So, Damon had tickets. And we just brought it up. And he randomly looks up this gif. Of he goes, you know, when Lenny Kravitz's pants split that one time during his concert. concert and we were like, wait, what? Yeah, he's <laughs> I had no idea. Oh, of course. And they're so tight that you can't wear underwear. It's really fast. Clearly. It's... Well, you'll see how long you won't see. You, it you said it <laughs> never mind. Won't be long now. In in other words, his penis was like, "I want to get away." And I want to fly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is really awkward for me to be showing my dad this at this moment, but there you go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. That is. So, so I am, of course, sent it to Anna, and I go, "Did you see this shit?" I'm gonna last go ahead night? and not, not do it your way. Like. Yeah, <laughs> are you gonna go my way? Anyway, did you even know what happened? That's what's so funny about it. You're wearing leather pants; they're tight. You go for a squat to yeah, point someone in the crowd. Jumps out. Oh, what, what happens next? He's ripping some guitar. <laughs> you, you, you That's what like I said. I was like crying yesterday when he. Sh- I was dying laughing. I'm like, I'm laughing way too hard at this. I'm so immature. I mean, like, what happens at the show? Like, so literally. Well, no, I can. I guess I was just picturing myself being like front row and being like, sling your guitar lower. <laughs> like, did that Bring actually it. happen? What? I feel like oh, yeah, I would. Yeah think that if so I saw this, it and I would think that if I were is him this I'd the, be like where the what? phrase rock out with your cock out comes from so. seriously he rocks out man. he rocks out so hard <laughs> 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 oh my god <laughs> good lord shit <laughs> shit what a hunk of junk 
<laughs> hey everyone, Lone Hollow has a show coming up 10-12, um, so October 12th at Mary D's Bread Basket. That's in Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, that is a free show. It's right in downtown Franklin on like the historical like main street that they have. They played there before. It's more of an intimate type deal, but it will be Riley and Damon playing. I'm pretty sure that one's free of charge. So if you show up, it's at 6 p.m. Um, yeah, go out and show support if you guys have the chance. Thanks. Z105, and we're back. <laughs> Lord. We're here with Rodney and the Gouda. Who am I? What do you want to be? What was the second one? Nakuda. It's Nakuda. always a ridiculous guy's name followed by an animal. Okay. Like the zoo crew on the radio. Mm-hmm. I want to be the Kuda. They just did like a pound of blow <laughs> before work. <laughs> a pound? That doesn't surprise me. Okay, so there she was. There mom was. We were in Wisconsin and... Bean and I were just sitting there in the living room of the cabin. And mom, I think you were in the bathroom, but you had your coffee while you were getting ready. Right, and I took a drink of it and I came out of the bathroom. Well, she goes, fuck! And Bean and I just glanced at each other and we were like, what? And you go, I can't even tell you guys. It's so bad. And we were like, what is going on? Just tell me. And then mom goes, well, I had my coffee cup sitting outside earlier from this morning by the cooler. And dad decides to that he needs to trim his toenails on vacation uh, okay. um, on the, the edge too. of the cooler. And she gets to the bottom of her cup an I hour later it. and sees one of his lovely toenails at the bottom. So did and you we know laughed now really. I mean, I think we laughed for hours. That's not the song, but it's close. better than Hazel. The, the best part of waking up. Best part of waking up is toenails in your cup. <laughs> yeah, so, so they have a new flavor now. Um, what's that company that makes your hazelnut? Coffee Mate. Coffee Maid has a new flavor called Toe Cheese. Oh my <laughs> god. Well, she Actually, mom, I was sitting in a lawn chair in the yard and that thing flew over there. It wasn't like I was pitching. You're it. kidding me. No. No. <clears throat> I didn't think my coffee cup was even close to him, but apparently nope. it was close enough. Um, close number enough. one, Dad has beautiful toes. Number two. Yeah, now she can't go without it. <laughs> Excuse me. She can't go without yeah, the taste. But she knew how much Bean and I hate feet. So she was like, I can't even uh, tell. Like, I'm just gagging. This, this actually point. sort of served yeah, your mom. says that, you really want to know. Oh, yeah. We were like, what? And I really want to know, too. This actually sort of served her foot fetish, so. Lordy. Speaking of feet, I found a would you rather. Okay. Would you rather have bad breath or smelly feet? Always. Every single one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it always smelled like you couldn't like, yep. get rid of it for yes. an hour. Always smell. Yep. Man. <laughs> I knew this one would get you because you are what not you mean? a bad breath person. What? Like and you have a choice? <laughs> I guess I would say feet just because you can, I, I I've, can I've, cover them up yeah. and, and I do because like if but I come home from the gym, so of course they do. If but. you live in a cold environment, 
I'd definitely go with feet. Yeah, it depends on how bad they smell, what they smell like. I mean, how would you have any friend? Either way, I can't. No one wants to be friends. With I cannot do the, the bad breath. If I think that I even slightly might have bad breath, like I am not Same. getting close to someone's face. You know, especially in like a bar setting, or you just played a show, or whatever, and people are all oh, right up in your face. Well, we all remember old bad breath, Bill. We've decided, so we pick up some bourbon glazed salmon at Publix that we eat like once a week or something. But that is the ultimate dad breath, is what we call it. Because that's what it smells like. If your breath is that bad, it smells yeah, like no. a freaking salmon fillet. It's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> it's so gross. Did you choose? I think I'd go with the feet as well because you can put shoes on, but you can't really. Yeah. I would go with a, a smelly feet because my mouth is bigger than my feet. <laughs> I just feel so bad just talking to people on a daily basis. Right, right. I do anyway. If I'm talking close to someone, it's always concerning me. <clears throat> Joe Biden had trouble keeping his teeth in his mouth last night during the. Uh, Democratic out. debate, almost. Oh boy, I did not know that. Speaking of bad breath, not that that's related, but it's close. <laughs> close. So there was this time when your when your mother ran into Walgreens one time, literally, and ended up sprawled on the floor, face down, just inside the door. No, it was just outside the door. Just outside the door. And no one was chasing you. No, my flip-flop caught on the curb. And <laughs> I wiped out. And you're laying there... Laughing. <laughs> and all these people, I look up and all these people are hovered over me saying, Are you okay? Are you... Bring the defib. Yeah. <laughs> I skinned both my knees. Which... I'm just, I'm so bad because when that happens to people, I'm just like laughing too. <laughs> and it's happened like multiple times, especially in sports. You know, I'm just I'm like, walking. oh shit, like yeah. look what just happened. Ha ha ha. And then it's someone's like, she's seriously hurt. And I was like, oh, Oops. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm usually concerned first. Me like, too. Yeah. yeah. And then once I, I know that they're them. okay, it's hilarious. <laughs> Okay, maybe that's it. You sure there's not a knee-jerk reaction first, even for a... It would be... It depends. It's a case-by-case thing. Part of a second. Case-by-case. Couldn't wait to tell you guys about it. Yeah, it looked so funny. One time, Riley was playing... I think you were playing volleyball at Williamsburg. Bolly? Did I say Bolly? It's (laughs) Bollyball. Well, what a great spot. What a great spot to skate your knee. A wall grades. Everything you need. I believe you were playing in a tournament volleyball all day, like on a Saturday. And uh, your mother had went up there early in the day to watch you most of the day, and I couldn't go early, so I drove up there later and joined in. And then once the tournament was over, we were going to meet in Springfield at a steakhouse and get something to eat. 
And I got there first, and I'm standing on the curb. That was Bean. And Amanda was with me. Was that her plane, or was that with you? It was her plane. Must have been her plane. Yeah, I wasn't even. Yeah, she was little. Okay. Yeah. So I'm standing there on the curb, and it was chilly out. I had my hands in my pockets, wearing some loafer shoes, just kind of standing around there, swinging around. The next thing you know, I kind of halfway stepped out of my shoe and tripped myself. I had my hands buried so far in my pocket, I couldn't get them out. And I fell like a tall timber, straight down, face first on the asphalt. And I don't think your sister asked me if I was okay. I think she. She was blowing spit too hard for <laughs> 30 minutes laughing before I could. She yeah. said she did that once she knew you were okay. Yeah. That's how I was with you, though, when you rolled your ankle playing soccer. Yeah. Because we had just barely moved here, and there's I the soccer field. playing soccer. Okay, well, he I was walking. Walking. To go play soccer. <laughs> he just, like, stepped in a so, hole. Well, I think the no, funniest no thing hole. about you. The funniest no thing idea. about him is that he just gets mad just so pissed yeah, so i'm laughing at his reaction to being that way so then he's just like limping like limping and cussing and limping and cussing i'm like all right we're done it we're leaving horrible. it was like black that I <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> i've had so many turned black ankles screen. i literally can walk on the sides <laughs> of my feet like that because my ankles are so sprained beyond recovery yeah, that there's stretched. no there's no tension left there anymore no, that, that <clears throat> last story before that reminded me when my, my dad was like mowing the lawn and he used to work at a landscaping place too when he was still hiring and he, I guess, felt dehydrated or overheated and he was on the ground in the kitchen like with a Gatorade in one hand like, I feel like on the verge of passing out <laughs> and I don't know how old I was hopefully younger than what I think but I walked in and I like stepped over and I go have a soda. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> I'm dying here. Yeah. <laughs> and he's told me that story so I swear that's Fireman is not the career been. for you. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite is sending mom those memes about when kids are sick, like when you show up in your parents' room at midnight and it's like the cat with like puke down its face and I froed up. Yeah. And I'm like, Mom, this was so us. Oh, yeah. I had a baby one time and said, I froze up. Cool. <laughs> Ew. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's okay. in the drain. <laughs> it's like, I can't wait to clean that. Yeah, like, please, more details. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's funny because I would come tell you if I felt sick in the middle of the night, but I never wanted to scare you, but Bean really didn't want to scare you. So she made no noise, is what you said. Right, yeah. She would, like, she would just, like, open her eyes and Bean would be like, Staring at her. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to say something so that you know that I'm coming in the room. She's been there for like three hours. <laughs> but I do recall that I was very sick and I asked Riley to please get me a trash can or something because I was just about to lose it. And here she was little and here she came running back in the living room with a colander. And I was like, great, I get to stream. Stream <laughs> puke for supper. It's a little better. <laughs> it was better than that. You have to clean up chunks. <laughs> it was sweet. <laughs> right. Vomit is a no for me. I think I just think that's like the worst thing that I I, I don't want to clean that up ever. Mm. Nope. 
Sorry, Mom. I know I'll have to. So, I know I'll have to someday. So we won't tell the story about when you were a baby and had the explosive diarrhea. <sighs> Here we go. That was sad. Shouldn't have ever asked us in on this conversation. <laughs> oh my god. But I feel like I don't know. Yeah, is poop it? worse than uh, vomit for you? Poop's <laughs> worse. You think poop is worse? Oh, for sure. Poop's worse. I don't think so because I literally I pick up Bo's poop well. every day. Yeah. All day, every day I'm picking up poop. Yeah, it's gross. Super gross every time I have to do it. It's gross. It is a really weird, like, feeling. Yeah. It's like the but, one time that between a dog and a human that the tables are turned. Because he's like, you're holding my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Or it's like he's in control in a way. Power move. You've ever let anybody else do that to you? No. <laughs> well, luckily. <laughs> well, thank God. That's gross. <laughs> Except I'm pretty good about that because I don't know. I'm ne- I've never been. I'm not embarrassed about pooping and farting. I guess. But when you start a relationship, it's a thing. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, it's everybody not a holds it in until you fart. I know, I know, but it true. it depends on the couple for when when you when you get to it. You know, not like I'm embarrassed, but I wasn't like, oh, on our first date, I'm gonna be like, bah, you know, and just do it. Like that's what I'm saying is that you'd be like, well, I don't care, and it's like, do you not care? Because do you want me to fart this entire freaking time? So then I was kind of weird about it because we have the two bathrooms upstairs, and I would like go into the guest one. And then be like, okay, like, cool. Don't go in there for 30 minutes, whatever. And I swear to God, as soon as I finished, she'd be like at the outside the door being like, I need to get my floss in there. I'm like, can you not wait for what it's in there though? I don't care. I don't care if I smell it, whatever. And then you walked in and you were like, oh, that's what your poop smells like. (laughs) Yeah, of course. I'm just like, well, I told you not to go in there. That bugs me, dude. Well, you get mad because I'd be like, I don't care if you fart or it smells like poop after you just freaking poop. <laughs> like, ridiculous. I know. Well, I never still... had to worry about that because mine didn't stink. I guess I just like when those situations are avoided. Like, yeah. I'm really quick with it. I'm going to go in there for five minutes, be done with it. Yeah. And you don't even have to interact with the smells. Well, I guess I don't care, but you get mad when. Um, I'm like, it smells in here. Or like, man, that stinks. You're like, well, you just said you didn't care. It's like, it still smells. Yeah, care. exactly. I'm like, why do you even say that? Sm- I don't care about what's going on, but it definitely still smells. <laughs> so it's funny to say, man. It didn't eliminate. Well, yeah, it's fun. It's here. hilarious. I, I'm still that way. I've been married 40 years, so. I must get it from you then. Because mm-hmm. I just tried to avoid the situations. You know? Right. I mean, I don't want to know everything about it. That's for sure. Right. That's but, what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Don't leave it in there. I try to, I try <laughs> to be like <laughs> polite or whatever. <laughs> you know what? Families that leave their mother freaking poop. That is some psycho shit, dude. Yeah. Literally. But it's a thing. You just lost half your audience. I won't name any names, but... This family, this family always, we always talk about poop. Let's be real. But they do. Who who does? There, I won't name any names, but a friend of mine, as a child, (coughs) 
<coughs> they, you know, if somebody would poop, maybe the siblings, not necessarily mom and dad. No, no courtesy flushes. No, like it was just there. Like I would walk into the bathroom every now and then oh, there's right. some little turds floating. Yeah. I'm like, hey, y'all, flush it. You know what that comes from? That comes from a bad reputation of the toilet flushing. So nobody wants to take the risk of an overflow. Yeah, but this wasn't even... It's not like it was a well, how chance old, of even... How old are these people? I no, was young. I, mean, I was say, my, old enough to know better or not? Yeah, because... You know, the culprit is, first of all, was it your friend or was it... Yeah, I, I'd say it was mostly my friend. It could have been a learned thing. And from the rest of the family, did it could you have keep been this the, friend? I think the, I think the that the siblings. The the, did you you oh, really? <laughs> oh, did you yeah, keep, well, did you keep was, this friend? <laughs> kind of. Um, I think it was a few of them. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but that really people are turds. I'm sorry. You as evidence. both. Both. Because I do remember a few distinct times where it's like, I'm just going to go in here and pee. And then it's like, whoa, you know, because like so that happens in a public restroom. Oh, man. Don't even get me started on the pee on no, thing. I will not pee on someone else's pee. That's a thing. Yeah, same. You are my same. mom and I wouldn't pee on your pee, dude. I can't pee on anyone else's pee. I hate that. Like, Thank you for the title of this podcast episode. I, okay, you're welcome. <laughs> You know, but I mean, I think I I don't, I don't remember if Bean is the same way as me or if she thinks I'm weird for it because you know, she's, she's like, I am with like being a germaphobe a little bit, but Mm -hmm. I think Anna's like, dude, you're nuts. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Cause you know, we're like in a bar bathroom. Wait, that's the Navy mouth. No, we Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) But, uh, no, if she was here, she'd be like, are you kidding me? I don't shit and not flush it. Um. But, yeah, because in a bar, you know, you go to the restroom with your girlfriend. Like, we're just going to go in there. Uh, no, it's not uh, pooping. I'm talking about <laughs> if you're in the handicapped stall and you've got two or three girls in there, it's like you just all pee, whatever. And then it's like, well, why flush it, you know? Because, like, you're just going to pee again. I was like, <laughs> no, because then what if your pee splashes it's on vicious. me? It's why flush it? Who is that? No one. <laughs> no one. But here's the thing is that if I do flush it, people are like, they make me, they like, it's like a, I'm oh, weird dear. thing. So you're a. I'm saying it's happened. Otherwise, piss, this wouldn't even be prissy. a conversation. You're a piss press. Even, like, even <laughs> if it's, <laughs> you know, like if you got up in the middle of the night and peed. And let's say you didn't flush it. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. If you don't want it to be loud, the flush. Yeah, if I come in the next morning, I'm going to be like, yep, he did not flush it. Flush. And then I'm going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a question. If you go stop at a gas station to use the restroom, you walk in, it has not been flushed, will you flush it to use it? Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure, but it depends on what it is. I mean, if it's <coughs> just pee, then I'll flush it, but if I'm like, this is some nasty... That's like a good... I'm, I'm, I'm moving on to the next... That's a good scenario, because you're... Some people are not cool, a stranger, but I don't care. I'll pee on your pee. That's the point I'm trying to make, is that even the people that I'm close to, like, it's a big no for me. Mm-hmm. 
If I'm at a gas station, I'm for sure washing it. Yeah. Well, women's bathrooms can be pretty nasty. They're gross, aren't they, Mom? What's that? Women's restrooms. Yeah. I I would maybe argue that they're worse than men's. Lots of stuff going on there. It's gross. You just drinking the, my cold coffee real quick? Yeah. Okay. Did <laughs> you want some water? Yeah, I didn't know you had Okay. I suck out of this thing. Whatever. Are we done? Was that enough quality content there at the end or okay. Over Yeah, I'm ready to go get something to eat or I'm gonna crash. Cool. <clears throat> Let me go do my makeup. Yeah. Same. It's been a good eight hours. Same. Same. Well, yeah, when do the royalty residuals start trickling in? <laughs> I just paid to post the podcast. Yep. Day, so. You'll be hearing from my agent. Apparently the negative. Probably uh, be having people ask you who the person on there with tuberculosis was. They couldn't stop talking. <laughs> I caught too. <laughs> 